Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for January 26, 2013. Here's what's making news this week. H5N1 Influenza Research Moratorium ends. Also, half of U.S. babies may miss on-time vaccinations. Delayed immunizations could boost disease risk. And news this week that digestive juices are implicated in shock. Enzymes may leak outside intestines and cause deadly condition. This week's first feature story is called Group to Group. Chimps in Tanzania may have picked up new behaviors by cultural transmission. And we conclude with the second feature called Disorder at Work. Once considered a hallmark of dysfunction, shapelessness turns out to be vital to the performance of some proteins. We begin with the top news story this week. Researchers say they'll resume avian flu research. We learn more in a story called H5N1 Influenza Research Moratorium Ends, reported by Tina Hessman Say. A self-imposed moratorium by researchers on certain kinds of avian influenza experiments is lifting January 23rd. In January 2012, influenza researchers imposed a halt on work that would make bird flu viruses that are easily transmissible in mammals. The moratorium came after a controversy surrounded two scientific papers describing mutations in the H5N1 avian influenza virus. The mutations made the virus spread among ferrets via airborne droplets. The scientists chose to stop work until they could explain its benefits and safety to the public and to give governments and funding agencies a chance to review policies surrounding the research. The halt was supposed to last 60 days, but has extended for a year due to the complicated issues surrounding the research. Now, the same group of 40 researchers is declaring in a letter published online by both Nature and Science that the goals of the moratorium have been met and that work on the viruses may resume in countries with appropriate policies in place. The United States is not among those countries. The researchers say they are confident that imposing multiple safety measures can prevent an accidental or malicious release of the virus. There can never be zero risk, said Yoshihiro Kawaoka of the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the University of Tokyo. But scientists can minimize the risks. Meanwhile, the virus continues to mutate in nature and some of the mutations identified in the laboratory studies have already been found in wild H5N1 viruses. With resumption of the work, researchers say they can monitor which strains are developing dangerous mutations, identify new mutations, and test vaccines and antiviral drugs. We believe this research is important to pandemic preparedness, Kabaoka said. He and Ron Fouché, an influenza researcher from Erasmus Medical Center in Rotterdam, the Netherlands, led the research that originally touched off the controversy. In that work, Fouché's group found that five to nine mutations could transform the H5N1 virus from one that affects birds to one that infects ferrets, which are popular stand-ins for people in flu research. Kabaoka's group made similar discoveries using a hybrid of the avian influenza virus and a flu virus that infects people. 
A U.S. government advisory panel originally deemed both findings too dangerous to publish because of the fear that terrorist groups or rogue governments could use the information to develop biological weapons. The panel later reversed that decision, and the papers were published last summer. Although the United States is still working out its guidelines for the research, China, Canada, and countries in the European Union have already decided to go ahead, reasoning that the potential benefits outweigh the risks. Fouché defended the decisions to go ahead without the largest funder of infectious disease research. If this had been the Netherlands, Fouché asked, would the U.S. wait? The United States is just weeks away from having its own guidelines for avian influenza research, said Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. We're in the process of saying what we will fund or not fund, he said. The framework emerged from a meeting in December and public comment on the proposal that ended January 10th. Final revisions and approval are underway, Fauci says.